Yeah. All right. Welcome to the CXM Experience, a customer experience management experience because experience is the new brand. It's so important. We have it twice in our title and I have it once in mine. I'm the customer experience officer at Sprinkler and my name is Grad Khan. All right. So today I'm going to just share an experience I had this morning. It was a really great experience uh, from one of our favorite customers, Amazon. Uh, also, uh, many people's favorite company, great customer of Sprinklers. And I just want to just walk through an amazing chatbot experience I had today. And then I'm going to flag uh, just a potential area for uh, improvement uh, where I think it, the experience didn't quite work. And uh, then we'll jam a bit from there and see what happens. So I ordered a Instapot um, about, about three weeks ago. And it has not arrived. And I've checked in a couple of times and I got the, you know, it's been delayed or, you know, delivery has been delayed, you know, but we're, we're working on it. So I, I sort of kind of you know, wasn't sort of super worried about it. And so I'll kind of like see what happens. And I'm in sort of a bit of a, a new home situation uh, in Florida right now. So kind of need a, a bit more kitchen utensils and kitchen appliances. And so the Instapot was going to be an important part of how we were going to get Thanksgiving dinner done. And so I checked in today because I thought, you know, kind of sort of getting close to Thanksgiving dinner and really going to need that Instapot and saw this super fascinating message that I had not seen um, on Amazon before. Uh, you know, I don't, you know, I don't know how often you've seen this, um, but you know, I've never seen it before. So it goes, I'll actually read it to you. It goes, your package may be lost. <laughs> the little picture of the, the Instapot. And then we're very sorry your delivery is so late, right? It's like three weeks, two weeks and a half, two and a half weeks late, say. Although it may still arrive, you can request a refund now. And there's a contact us button. Then there's a shipped with Amazon tracking ID. And then there's a share your tracking stuff. But your package may be lost. I've never seen that before. And so I, I saw contact us and I thought, hmm, don't really want to do that. So what I did is I went back to my orders and then I clicked on it and I clicked on get a refund, right? Just, I figured I'll just get the money back. What was interesting about this experience, and this was not good, is that the base platform wasn't smart enough to know that the package may have been lost. So when you go to do the refund, it uh, assumes you've received it already and that you're going to return it. I thought, well, this is not going to work because I don't have anything to return because I have not received it. And as Amazon noted to me, it may be lost. <laughs> so, so that's kind of weird. And so, so I went back to the orders and clicked on the order again and got back to the, your package may be lost screen. And so I thought, I'll try contact us, see what happens. So I clicked on contact us. And it was smart enough to then push up a screen saying, do you want to talk to a person or do you want to do chat? I said, I'll do chat. Then a chat bot introduced itself to me. Very, it was very clear that it was a chat bot, which is great. And then it was very helpful. It brought up a device. He said, is this the thing that you're asking about? And it was the last item that I'd ordered. Not the Instapot, but the last item that I ordered. So I said, no. And it gave me uh, choices. I could just click on the button. I didn't have to type it. Then it said, um, well, here are all your orders. Scroll through and find the item and click on that. So I did. I scrolled through and clicked on it. 
a little bit nervous at this point because if it's going to ask me to return it, it's going to be really hard to do. I click on the, on the Instapot. Chatbot comes back and says, while it may still arrive, we can give you a refund right now. So that chatbot was connected to the, it may have been lost message, whereas the platform was not. So I said, I'll just take a refund. And then it was, boom, instantaneously, your money's been refunded. I mean, that was to, to the original account. And, you know, the order's been canceled. And then it did say, hey, if it does arrive, you know, you just send it back to us. But, you know, it's like, you're, you're good. Your money's back. That was an amazing experience. And said, did I answer your questions? And was I helpful? Yes. And then it was done. I think the whole thing took less than a minute once I got into the chatbot stream. And then just as I started this podcast, like literally a few moments ago, I just got a text and then text says refund issued. And then what I paid for it for your Instapot duo, crisp pressure cooker, blah, blah, blah. Um, and it'll be in your account in three days. Details here. So I just like kind of enjoyable experience. I've never had an item completely lost by Amazon and I've never had a, a return of a non-received item before. What was interesting is I couldn't do it in the main platform, but the chatbot was great. And I think there's this, there is a move and I'm, I'm starting to do this more. I'm starting to use chatbots more and more um, versus trying to find the information or trying to like call someone. And, and I, there's this move to this concept of conversational commerce and this move to sort of essentially work around the complexity of the websites to get to an end result really quickly. I'm extremely satisfied Amazon customer right now. Now, generally very, very satisfied Amazon customer. I'm actually, actually, I'm generally an extremely satisfied Amazon customer. I love Amazon, okay? Uh, but I'm actually even more satisfied than normal here, which is pretty amazing because uh, I feel like they sort of were able to very quickly help me solve something that could be a very sticky problem, which is I ordered something, it didn't arrive, I can't return it, but I really like my money back because it's pretty expensive, right? And so it's just kind of a, kind of been seeing this happen around. And it, you know, it makes me think a lot about where we're going with marketing automation and marketing flows and uh, just generally how we're selling to people. Uh, there has been an ideology, which is still somewhat dominant, that what we want people to do is conduct activities on our websites. We'll score them. We'll call them a marketing qualified lead, and we'll pass them on to sales. Um, more and more of my peers and more and more myself, I'm beginning to think that that is a bankrupt ideology. Um, people really want to just get the thing they want, and they want to get it quick. And if I'm going to a B2B website or I'm going to a B2C website, do I really need to wade through all these static pages? And this is where we, we talked about this a, a short while ago, which is this contrast between the static web and the conversation web. And the static web was created pretty much around the broadcast concepts of the 20th century because it was the first version of the web. It was you know, built like a magazine. It was you know, built like a newspaper, built like a billboard, like all those sort of the, the analogies that we had back in the late 20th century. Uh, and to a certain extent, websites are still very much like that. But you know, if you look at what's evolved over the last 20 years, uh, from Friendster to you know, Instagram and Snap today, uh, what you see is people moving to networked conversations. 
but businesses have not. It's, you know, people have moved to network conversations and people are making a lot of actual decisions in those networks, but most businesses are still using a website and forcing people through a gauntlet of activities and give me your email address and I'll maybe send you something of value, that kind of idea that I think is a really old fashioned way of thinking. Um, whereas, you know, if I go to a site and I, I want something, why don't I just talk to a, either a chat bot or a person on chat just right then, Hey, this is what I'm looking for and make that chat bot smart enough and capable enough to be able to get me there quickly. The features of that Amazon chat bot that really stood out were it was able to in line in the chat, put all my orders. I was able to scroll very rapidly through the orders in the chat, in the chat and click on the one that was applicable to that situation. Then the chatbot was smart enough to see what the problem with that particular order was. I didn't have to say what my problem was. It immediately went, oh, we lost this one. Boomer. Okay, they're probably going to want their money back. And then, you know, kind of put that right out there really quickly. And I just dealt with it fast. And so it was extremely intelligent, but also very satisfying and much more rapid than me trying to go through FAQ pages and, and put down reasons and, and get printouts and send things back. This is way, way more convenient. And so as I think about how I want to buy in the future, you know, why when I buy, do I have to scroll through catalogs? Why do I have to scroll through colors? Why do I have to like, you know, there's a shoe I wanted the other day and I, I found the color I wanted. Great. I uh, clicked on it and didn't have my size. So then I had to go back and pick another color and didn't have my size in that one. And I had to go back and pick another color and then didn't have my size in that one. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> what, 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 they getting paid by the click or something? Like, what is going on here? Why couldn't I have just gone to that site and said, I really want a pair of, uh, you know, orange Birkenstocks. And they go, what size are you? 10. We don't have any. All right. But we have green, we have blue, and we have yellow. Oh, okay. I'll take yellow. Great. You know, when would you like them sent? And, you know, here's the addresses we have on file for you. Bing, bang. And I'm out of there in less than a minute with the order done. I think there's something to this conversational commerce that was not even, people haven't even begun to explore it yet. Um, And particularly, I think, in B2B, when people get to these B2B sites, which are deep and complex, they've typically already decided that they want to include that vendor as part of their selection process. So why force them through a bunch of rando information? Why not just have a person sitting there saying, hi, nice to see you. How can I help? What would you like to know? I'll give it to you right now. We'll get you started and get you on your way. For the CXM Experience, this is Grad Khan, and I'll see you next time.